We hold these truths to be self-evident. That all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain alienable rights. We have a power. And we've raised a spoiled brat representative government that needs to be taken to the woodshed. Are you satisfied with the government that owns you? There are churches who refuse to allow us to use their facilities to teach. Unspoken or even sometimes spoken rule that religion and politics don't mix. You wouldn't dare speak out against the government or somehow resist. Christians have to be involved in politics. God commands it. Every turn of event through history hinged. One person will stand up upon a single person and then everybody else will stand a gym member surrounded by a crowd of supporters was placed in handcuffs a tampa bay pastor has been arrested sentenced to a week in she jail she also and tore up a cease and desist letter we have a posterity waiting for us to say we will not comply so you will be free We have a chance to fight without bloodshed. But every time we comply, we establish a future where our children will not have that option. Why do we sit down when all should be standing? And why do we back down? <laughs> Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. We have a live studio audience today. <laughs> They're having way too much fun, way too much fun. Welcome, JC. Thank you. Hi to everybody in our chat room today, working on the new background thing going on. Something different today. You were doing some things on uh, on Thursday when Sonny and I were on the road. We were watching you play with the background there for a little bit. That's just a rumor. It's just, it's on recorded on. I video, don't think dude. that actually happened. <laughs> JC, what? That's fake news. Fake news. What? I, I. What's allowed? What are we allowed to laugh about these days anymore? Nothing. What exactly can be funny anymore? Nothing. I, I seriously, I want to know. Look at this. You have the Simpson actor, Hank Azaria, who is now apologizing. For Apu. For a, do you want a Slurpee with that? <laughs> yeah? You Apu can't, you can't, you cannot laugh. America is killing humor. Mm -hmm. I mean, we went back and looked at like some of the 1980s, 90s movies like Rush Hour, one rush hour two rush yeah. hour three <laughs> yeah when we saw rush hour in the movie theater jc was bent over sides hurting because he laughed so much yeah you could i had a hard time leaving the theater yeah when we watched that my stomach was just shot because i laughed the whole the whole movie but you cannot watch it anymore it's no. not possible you would trigger everybody on the stinking planet. Oh, we saw for it. watching that. No, we remember we were in some hotel. They they played it on a TV. It came on the TV, and there was a disclaimer. Da, 
That's right. Yeah, they right. had a disclaimer. We, took, uh, we talked. That's that what might, made us talk about it on the show that yeah, one day. You we might be triggered if you watch this. Yeah, they actually was it like uh, it said something about this is a product of its time. Yes, blah blah that's blah. That's right. You might be triggered by watching. Which was the movie. movie's like what? Ten years old. Nineties. I don't know. It's Twenty years old, dear. Nineties were twenty years ago. That's fake news too. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were 30 years ago. Yeah. So you watch um what was the other one? We were showing um we were showing the young fella that we know, uh Sanford and Son episodes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Sanford and Son. But Sanford Definitely. and Son would probably be okay because you know some I know. some people no, are Aunt allowed Esther, to no, talk like Aunt that. Esther dropped the in in bomb. Yeah, but she's the right melanin to drop that word. Yeah, she was talking to Grady. So, yeah, right? <laughs> they would probably be more triggered at Aunt Esther's scriptural references yeah. than anything else that, that happened on Blazing the Saddles. They shut Blazing Saddles down a while oh, ago. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, so... Chico and the Man. That's, that's right, Chico and the Man. <laughs> Archie Bunker. Seriously. Oh, we were watching. Um, we we showed a clip of the uh, Fantasy Island. Yeah, Fantasy today. Island. Fantasy Island with the the little person. That's tattoo. Tattoo, right? That would yeah. trigger people. You can't have that yep. anymore. <laughs> you know. And then you got to add. They get Ricardo mad. Montalban's fake news about Corinthian leather. <laughs> they get triggered talking about Wizard of Oz with the like. There was a whole debate get on out of what town. do you call them. Little people, mid oh, midgets. Like, yeah, no, they're whole... called Munchkins. That's in the movie. They're called Munchkins. It's literally I'm talking about called a real Munchkin life. Land. I'm talking about the actors. Some sort of, of course, those actors didn't care. Those men. You ever hear stories about the Wizard of Oz? Mun the people that played the Munchkins. They were wild, bro. That was a wild crowd. They were drunk and snorting cocaine and fighting and no shooting way. and stabbing. Like they were crazy. No way. No, straight up, man. <laughs> Straight up, the ver vertically challenged people of the land of Oz no. were party animal. Sonny is our in, in resident theatrical expert. That's right. You, yeah, and that's true. Isn't that true, Sonny? That is not fake news. They were, they were, they were, <laughs> woo, out of control. Hey, and you're talking about? I mean, imagine the, you know, the time frame, like when that was made mm -hmm. and. They were partying like it was 1988. Like it was crazy. But people did stuff like that back then. You know, you mean you they watched did. Bewitched and and Darren came home every night and had cocktails smoking cigarettes like they were going out of style. You well, know, that, that dude had an alcohol problem. I was going to say that anyway, homeboy was real. drunk on set too. He like <laughs> died of some, well, he died of. Yeah, like something AIDS else. AIDS. Yeah, he but, right. That caught him before the liver gave out. Yeah. So that brother was drunk for real. I don't know. Just just cracks me up, man. Yeah. Cracks me up. Not that he died. Yeah, that's so. Just... <laughs> yeah, that's right. 1988. Don't say party like it's 1999, man, because 1999, they didn't know how to do it like we did it in 1988. Yeah. So y'all know what I'm talking about. If you're a child, of the, if you were around in the 80s, I mean, yeah. the 80s was wild. That's what I'm talking the about. The 80s. And party 80s. like it's 1999 where you just dancing. Party like it's 1988. Them cats were hitting lines and yeah. just crazy stuff. 
out of control. I'm surprised. I'm surprised any of those people lived. Many of them didn't survive the eighties, but the eighties were wild. The eighties invented raves. People don't realize yeah. that, but the eighties actually invented raves. People yeah. were were crazy or best music though. Just, Still yeah. the best music. Don't care what you say. <laughs> yeah. So this is really interesting story that I came across because it Loompas. lines That's Willy Wonka's Oompa Loompa. Willy, that was a creepy. Yeah. That is a creepy movie. Yeah, very creepy. The very whole, creepy. The whole demonic tour through the tunnel. So almost one third. Actually, I heard even more than that. So uh, 40,000 Marines so far are saying no to, are refusing to take the, the COVID uh, emergency use application drug, yeah. right? Yeah. They're refusing. The Marines are. And 78,000 have already taken them. Mm -hmm. So at least the first dose, not all of them. But what you have, oh, we have something on the back screen there. Your battery is running low, JC. Oh. You might want to plug in. Yeah, give me a second. <laughs> keep, keep telling us about the Marines. I'll be right yeah. back. Yeah. So a lot of people in the military might think that a Marine or a service member couldn't say, um, could say no. Take my cord. I'm good. Uh, could, couldn't say no to a vaccination. And I mean, that's generally what's thought. Hey, your military property, your government property, you can't refuse. But in reality, when it comes to vaccinations, yes, a service member can refuse a vaccination unless the president of the United States has issued an executive order that changes that status. So the president actually has to come and issue an executive order and say, no, you can't refuse. Well, that hasn't happened with the emergency use application of the COVID drug. And so we have uh, 48,000 Marines, Marines alone. They didn't tell us about, right. you know, the, yeah, the Army, Navy, Air Force. And the commanders know they can't they can't force them they, right they, because of EAU, right? It's right. emergency use authorization. It's not, it's not an approved vaccine. So they know they can't. So I actually yeah. had, and I can't say a whole lot, but I had a conversation. I had an insider conversation with uh, someone within the last 48 hours. Right. And um, so the commanders are basically like some of the troops are saying, so do I have to take this? And the officers, the commanders are saying, well, we encourage you mm -hmm. to take it. We think you should, you know, all this kind of stuff. And so they're basically saying, OK, is that an order? Are you ordering me to take this mm -hmm. vaccine? No, I'm not ordering you. We just highly encourage it. OK, then I'm good. So yeah, that's what's going down. Well, it's actually right 21 USC 360, which requires the right to refuse when it's an emergency use authoriz authoriz authorized drug. And not only that, there's actually three criteria. So it's not just simply the right to refuse. It is you have to, if you're going to offer an emergency use uh, authorized drug, then you have to, one, be able to offer it. You may encourage it, but you cannot use any form of coercion whatsoever. Number two, you must inform the people of the benefits 
and the risks of taking the emergency use authorized drug. Mm -hmm. And number three, you must inform them of their right to resist. So way it's really happening of the, you know, the, the, the service members trying to say, do I have to? They shouldn't actually have to even say that. The command should be saying, okay, here's the benefits. Here's the risks. Here are uh, your options. Here is your, you have a right to refuse this because this is not an FDA approved drug. Yeah. And number three, we can't make you do it. We can't punish you for doing it. We can't do anything. Somebody asked me, well, what about offering benefits to those who take it? I'm sorry. That's a form of coercion. Mm -hmm. And that is a violation of federal law 21 USC 360. Yeah. So it, it, it's setting up an interesting scenario. First off, you got all the ones that already took it. Mm -hmm. Probably some portion of them you know, didn't even know that mm -hmm. they, they could even ask that question. Right. Do I right. Have That's to what I mean. It? That's why the, the law and, says yeah, and you have, that you have to inform them that they have the right to refuse. And you have the other part that, you know, by the, by the narrative, don't care or whatever. Um, but nevertheless, you're going to have, that's a, that's a sizable portion. Mm -hmm. And if that's representative, you know, through the rest of the services, because the Marines right. would be the, that'd be the smallest. So you look at the rest, you're talking a good number of folks. Right. Um, and, and I don't think they can let that stand. Right. I, I think you're going to see problems unless they're going to wait them out until, um, you know, they go through the, it gets to approved. Right. And then the commanders, you know, say, well, you have to take it now. Cause right now they're saying they're, they're literally telling them, no, we can't force you to take it because the federal law says they can't. That applies to your employer out there as well. Well, they were told something. Somebody told them. Yeah, they had to be told because you're not. I mean, we know how the military works. It's not like they're researching the law. Mm -hmm. They they don't know. You know, like why are you why are you saying I don't have to take it? Well, there's this federal law. They don't know that. Somebody told them somewhere so that. Well, we can't force them, but we need you to like they get you know how it goes. They get their training. Their officers are called into the office and whoever's talking to them, you know, is saying, all right, we, probably some, you know, uh, somebody from the JAG uh, Corps is coming well, in, briefing them and the, saying, yeah, you can't the force FDA them. And the and the CDC have been holding meetings since last year saying you cannot mandate this. Yeah. So let me just remind but everybody. My point is somebody. So, the way that the military works, mm -hmm. this is what's interesting yeah. to me. Somebody knows enough to know that they have to be telling those commanders right. that, right? Even, I mean, contrast that with the propaganda from Psaki and the rest that are out there straight up lying, but somebody knows enough to tell, hey, commanders, you can't force them to do it. So like they're, they're lying, like mm -hmm. they're talking out of both sides of their mouth. They're lying to the general public. Um, but it's a whole different so it scenario with that the all government knows, right? Yeah. So if you have a demand letter from your employer or from someone else demanding in order to do something that you have, you have to have this emergency use authorized drug, then you need to contact me at libertyfirst.legal. Libertyfirst.legal uh, is a nonprofit law office that will help you stand up 
and assert your right to refuse this. Now, you have to already have been required. This is not a preemptive letter. This is not, you know, the crazy stuff you saw floating around with masks and HIPAA and all this. This is actually a legal letter. So you actually have to have been told you have to take it or you're going to get fired or you can't participate. And we need to make sure that we have some kind of demand in writing. If you have that information, then contact me at libertyfirst.legal. If you go to libertyfirst.legal, there will be a contact form in there. You contact us. Now, libertyfirst.legal is a nonprofit law firm. So if you want to help us provide this assistance to people, there's also a place where you can donate at libertyfirst.legal and your donations will be tax deductible. But we need to get on the front line of this. Now, this is only going to work while it's an EUA mm -hmm. now, which means we have about two years. Clinical trials are a minimum of two years. And the CDC FDA report that I read was two to six years, but they're going to fast track this, right? Especially if we start pushing back like this. But uh, we, we, we don't have to do this. Even the Marines know we don't have to do this. So that's, that's something that we've got to get informed of here. I was, I guess if they tell you, yeah, well, and your business has to tell you if they're telling you, you have to get the vaccination. Federal law says they have to tell you the risks of getting that vaccination. And they have to tell you, you that you have the right to refuse. So those are the three criteria in federal law uh, to do that. JC, did you see the Supreme court opinion came out on Friday? About what? The Supreme Court says you can have guests in your house in California. Okay. Isn't that crazy? The Supreme Court has said, yes, we can now give you permission to have guests in your house. It's really about having home church, right? So people, they shut down the churches, so they started inviting people into their homes to have churches. And the Supreme Court, 5-4 unsigned opinion, uh, granted the injunction. So this is not the final opinion. This is the injunction. So uh, granted the injunction that says uh, you can't enforce this on house churches, right? I I've been seeing this everywhere, JC. It's a temporary win. It is a temporary win. And it was the same win as always. If you can go to Walmart... If you can go to the casino, then you can go sit in somebody's house. What I want to know is what kind of, of despotism do we live in when we actually have to have the Supreme Court's permission to have people in our houses? Seriously, why do I have to ask the Supreme Court of the United States opinion on whether I have guests in my house or not. That's the kind of despotic, mindless government that we live in when people are like, well, you know, JC, I, I don't think you can come over to my house today because Governor Newsom said it's too dangerous and the Supreme Court hasn't told us it's all right yet. How, how is that? How can anybody in any realistic perspective think that that at least three quarters of the American population believes we live 
in an oligarchy. Is that not what an oligarchy is? Seriously, these rulers over us. You know what's funny about this is that I've been seeing this all over the place, this in a 5-4 unsigned opinion published just before midnight on Friday, highlighted the deep division over the issue with Chief Justice John Roberts siding with the three liberals who dissented. When are they going to stop being shocked that John Roberts is siding with liberals? When is the illusion or this false moniker that Roberts is somehow a reasoned conservative going to dissolve? The man never sides. They should be more shocked if he sides with, oh my gosh, John Roberts side with, with, with Gorsuch today. Seriously, that should blow your mind. If Roberts ever has the same opinion with Gorsuch, then, then that's, that's when we should be shocked. I found it interesting that this they remarked that this was the fifth time they had overturned the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals uh, in California. I mean, no, 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 oh, in similar cases. So mm -hmm. they keep the same thing. They keep no. doing the same thing. The Ninth Circuit is the most overturned federal circuit in the history of the United States. Well, is it, uh, I'm going to grab my water. Here. But does this, doesn't that sort of, mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I look at this and think the Supreme Court then is not much of an answer. Uh, if the Ninth Circuit just continues to do whatever it wants to do, regardless of what the Supreme Court says to them, they keep having to issue the same opinion yeah. over and over yeah. and over again until, you know, you look at the Ninth Court saying stop or I'll say stop again. If this let, let me bake your noodle on this one a little bit more here. Uh, most people think that the Ninth Circuit is the way it is because of geography, right? because it's the California, California and the upper Northwest courts. Excuse me. Geography does not determine the constituency of the court. The geography is the jurisdiction of the court. Those judges could come from anywhere. Right. So you have to ask yourself, why do Republican presidents and Democrat presidents alike continually nominate the same unconstitutional activist liberal whack jobs for the Ninth Circuit. Mm -hmm. Because you don't have to be a liberal whack job. I mean, you don't have to live in that area to be on the Ninth Circuit. But apparently, according to the presidents of the United States, to serve in the Ninth Circuit, the job description is you have to be a liberal whack job activist judge. Yeah. So I, I don't I don't get that because our Supreme Court justices are nominated by presidents all the time. And you have to look back that these Ninth Circuit justices are nominated by both Republicans and Democrats. So you want to talk conspiracy, cabal, whatever. Start doing your research about the appointments into the Ninth Circuit and start scratching your head and wondering what the heck. Why do we have to have these crazy people in the Ninth Circuit? Why do you carry on the tradition?
tradition, tradition of unconstitutional, a tradition of activist judges, tradition of, of actually uh, violating the only criteria for being a Supreme Court justice. The only criteria for being a Supreme Court justice and keeping your job is good behavior. And our founders defined bad behavior as an activist judge. Yeah, looks like a uh, another another shooting is going down as we speak. I see that coming across the ticker there. Oh, really? Another uh, high school shooting in Tennessee, apparently. Mm. So, well, prayers for that situation. Unfortunately, I wonder if that's going to be the media a trend, trend mm -hmm. now that Biden is trying to issue his executive orders to eliminate our right to keep and bear arms. Well, let me put this, to regulate our right to keep and bear arms. Biden does not have the authority to eliminate our right to keep and bear arms because our right to keep and bear arms is a natural right stemming from the first law of nature given to us by the author of nature. So unless you can say, Mr. Biden, that you authored the universe, then you have no authority to remove my rights. And that's what we as a people, you know, people, I was like, uh, watching some people, this is going to get me worked up today, JC. I was watching some people say, I'm so angry at Biden and I'm so angry at Biden giving these executive orders and Biden this and Biden this. Why are we upset at Biden being Biden? Would you be upset at a snake biting you when you walked past it or tried to play with it? Would you be upset if the alligator that you wanted to pet, bit your hand off. Rassle. Rassle. You don't pet an alligator. Well, you wrestle our alligator. friend Selwyn wants to pet an alligator. He wants to wrestle an alligator. Uh, he wants to wrestle an alligator. Wrestle. Who? If you're going to come up with an alligator, you have to wrestle him. You can't wrestle him. No, wrestle. 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 So my point is. Who doesn't want to wrestle an alligator? Come Biden on. is a snake. So don't be surprised when the snake acts like a snake. So if you want to be angry, be angry at your governor who's not stepping up and saying no, no snakes allowed. No snakes allowed. Be angry at your sheriff who's not going to uh, stand up for your rights. Be angry at your state legislators in your county. Now, I have to do something, JC, and I don't, this is, please, everybody, fasten your seatbelts. I don't want my conservatives to be triggered and my, my Republicans to be triggered. I want you to understand that I'm giving this message in the greatest degree of love with education in mind, okay? I do appreciate the trend of states and local municipalities and counties wanting to pass ordinances and laws for quote unquote second amendment sanctuary. Mm -hmm. But if these laws merely state that the state will not enforce these laws and the state cannot use resources to enforce these federal laws, but does nothing 
to prevent the federal government from coming into your state and enforcing your those laws. Those are do nothing legislations. If the law does not state that we will not enforce this law and we will not allow the federal government to enforce these laws here, if your law does not contain that language, it is useless. So I'm sorry we've got states out there that are trying to walk the fence trying to placate you with their Second Amendment sanctuaries, and they're going to turn around and say, okay, well, we're not going to enforce these laws, but the ATF can come in and do it. The FBI can come in and do it. The DHS can come and do it. You know, whatever, the IRS can come in and do it. That's not sanctuary, people. That's set up. That's, that's enticement. That is entrapment. That is wrong. And so if your law does not include some kind of restriction and penalty for the federal government exercising those laws in your state, it is not a good law. So there you have it. Don't get angry at Biden. Get involved and get your state and local governments to pass real, real laws, not just fake laws, right? So... We have another state that's refusing the vaccine passports. Great. So Arizona and Florida, and uh, there's now like a whole list of them. There's Arizona. There's, um, oh, I had the whole list up there. I, I can't remember anymore. Anyway, we've got several states that are refusing. Oh, Washington. Washington State. Washington State mm -hmm. has a bill to ban vaccine passports. So these, you guys, I'm beginning to believe, and you can call it whatever you want, I'm beginning to believe that the vaccination passport threat is just that. To, um, what is it when, when the CIA engages in PSYOPs where they send out information to see where the chatter goes, mm. you know, to see who's going to... Oh, so you're seeing, you're, they're trying to see where the where the resistance is yes they're trying to identify who are the, who the, are the problem states who are the governors yeah. they need to get rid of who are the state legislatures yeah. legislators they need to get rid of absolutely because you see not only are the states refusing these vaccination passports but you also have an enormous hurdle of the supreme court of the united states a long still standing opinion from 1958 called kent v dulles that says specifically Passports cannot include criteria that violate fundamental rights, religious liberty. It even talks about personal autonomy. Mm -hmm. It specifically says in that Supreme Court opinion, Kent v. Dulles, that a passport cannot, cannot impose restrictions on bodily in uh, autonomy, on, uh, on anything that is seen to be an essential right or liberty of the people. So this vaccine passport that has been issued in New York, is it, it, it's going to fall. It's going to fall. But I think the purpose of it, and they know that it's going to fall, I believe it's to identify the opponents. Well, I think they want the businesses to carry the load too. Um, so, you know, maybe, maybe when 
when yep. the decision comes down, this is no, this is not mm -hmm. constitutional. This mm -hmm. violates federal laws, violates the constitution, blah, blah, blah. Then, then they'll have that narrative. Well, we're not allowed to do it. So businesses need to do it. And this is what right. I said quite some time ago. I think it'll, it'll come through the businesses. Yeah, absolutely. It's through commerce, which is why we need to establish an alternative commerce. Yeah. We need to start establishing now, like today, guys, like right now in your just in your neighborhood local commerce that's going to operate outside the mandates that are not going to voluntarily take up these provisions yeah. i just had a conversation with well, a business owner in central california who never required her customers to wear masks from day one she put a sign on her door masks are your choice Mm -hmm. And so if in California, they can do something like that, you can have businesses. And she said, then all of a sudden businesses around her started doing the same thing. Right. You see, it only takes one person to stand up and take a stand. And so that's, that's part of what we have to do. You need to start in your communities. Yeah. I, and, th and think bear, bear in mind, a lot of state legislative sessions are coming to a close. So many of these, yeah. whether, whether it's, pro-passport or anti-passport, uh, most of them won't be heard until the next sessions, next, you know, the next year, basically. Yeah. So the stuff is probably in limbo in most places. Right. So it's, you know, unless, that, so that's the thing, unless you get to a federal level passport that they can do mm -hmm. at any time, uh, which that's probably good the flip side of what you're saying earlier, it's probably good for this to see that kind of opposition mm -hmm. in the States because it may signal to the federal government. Don't try this. Don't yeah. try this at that level. No, see, I really think that the federal government already knows that to, uh, to do this is, is a failure that they cannot, they will not be able to, to get this, uh, past the, um, uh, the Supreme court level, they know, and they're not going to, they're do it. But like I said, I think it's, it's the Hawks cry to see yeah. who scatters, to see who resists so they can work. And the next, in the midterms, to get rid of these governors, to get rid of these sheriffs, to get rid of these legislators mm -hmm. to really do this. Um, I, I think it'll cause, I mean, if they were to do something like that, I'm, I mean, I still, I still think forced vaccination and, and these passports and all that's going to be, mm -hmm major repercussions. I mean, a major uprising. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I had a very, uh, I was very honored today to meet representative. Uh, his name is representative Phil King from Texas. And Phil King has put forward a piece of legislation that the reason for the legislation blew my mind. Now, JC probably knows this, but I don't know if you know exactly this. So the news came out not, uh, you know, a long time ago that Zuckerberg uh, had given almost $400 million yeah. to save the local elections. Yeah, no, Schmuckerberg was manipulating elections all over the country at, at the local level, yeah. pouring okay. massive amounts of money. So here's what's happened. And I learned this from Representative King. Most people think that, you know, it went for ads or whatever this. No, this money... Th over $350 million, $36 million in Texas alone, 
went straight to the election administrators. This was like cash handed to the people who run the elections and there's no tracking of it. They have no idea where this 350 plus million dollars went. It went directly to the people. This is a quote from King. Directly to the people handling elections at the county level. Are you seriously? I, I, I didn't say this to Representative King. It wasn't my show, so I wasn't going to do this. But please tell me something, JC. If you're handing money to an election official and everybody knows what your perspective is and why they're giving you money, is that not bribery? Mm -hmm. Seriously, bribery. You have $36 million in cash going to people in the county level running the government elections and nobody knows where the money went and nobody knows where the money went if you are not an approved member of the ruling oligarchy you go to prison for that yes so you have these elections you have these headlines now about how uh, Zuckerberg saved the 2020 election. I actually had one of those up here, but I think I, I lost it. It fell off. But Zuckerberg saves the 2020 election yeah. with three. And that was Vox's or right. somebody. Saves right? it for whom? Saves That's the, the election. Question. Saves no, it for whom? He bribed. He bought it. He bribed county officials. Mm -hmm. Are you kidding me? Oh, here it is right here. Ready? I'm, I'm just, I'm just. I've said before, I'll say it again. Schmuckerberg and his ilk are the most dangerous people on the planet. Here it is. PBS, NPR, GPB. How private money from Facebook CEO saved the 2020 elections. Here's the crazy thing. After Congress failed to aid local election offices, a nonprofit backed by Mark Zuckerberg gave $350 million in critical funds that helped the presidential election run surprisingly smoothly. I'm sorry, were they watching a different election? Because I don't remember anything running smoothly in the 2020 election. I don't, I think using that word smoothly, I don't think that word means what they think it means. Maybe it means it means they, Biden is in office. Yes, That's exactly. What it means. Exactly. It means Zuckerberg bribed Zuckerberg bribed local election officials. And now Biden's president. That's exactly what that means. Now, I've heard lots of people talk about fraud in the elections, fraud in this and fraud in that. OK, let me tell you something. This is not fraud. This is criminal bribery. This is extortion. This is actually a crime. We don't even have to look at it. I mean, this is like no brainer, common sense stuff. If I walked up to the, to the secretary of elections in Florida and Tallahassee and handed the secretary of elections $10,000 in cash and said, I want my name on the ballot or I, you know, uh, here's, here's, here it is. This is how it goes. Here's $10,000. Uh, 
I want the elections. Watch to my eyes. Run to run smoothly. Right? Seriously. I would be in prison. Mm -hmm. In prison. Now, Phil King from Texas has put forward uh, Texas HB 2283 to track this if it happens again. See, here's the thing. According to the law, this is what made me sort of laugh. According to the law and the legal field, it's never happened where a private nonprofit has dumped tons of money into a local into elections. So now we need, and this is proper, by the way, the response is state because the elections are state. Nobody's crying out to the federal government to fix this because elections are not federal, mind you. They are state. We have state legislation that will now be required to track this money. I'm sorry. There should be also an attorney general internal affairs investigation on all these county people on what they did with the money they got. There's got to be a record somewhere. There's got to be a record. That's what King was saying. He's like, it's absolutely nuts. There is no paper trail for this money at all. None. So with no paper trail, over 350 million, over 36 million going into Texas alone. How can you even believe that this is not I don't, I don't understand how this is not a, a violation of nonprofit status because, you know, you can't, you're not supposed to advocate. I mean, would this be considered advocacy? A C4 can do advocacy. A C3 can't do advocacy. And this I mean, would how not do you, be, this would not be because, because nonprofits can get engaged and get out to vote and, and because and this is give, not for or against a candidate. Give, I mean, would you as a nonprofit, would, would you as a nonprofit think I'm going to take money that was donated and I'm going to hand it to a government official? Mm -hmm. I'm going to pay an election administrator. <laughs> I mean, I if I, if you came, if you came and said, if hey, dear, said that to me, I'd be like, dude, that's bribery, yeah, hey, man. Dear, you Liberty First Legal, we're thinking about giving money to this election administrator. I'd be like, no. No, no, don't do that. That's no, no, no. So, I mean, just yeah, but, you like know, the when smell you're, test. You're, yeah. This doesn't even <laughs> doesn't seem even like that's test. legal. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, when you're Schmuckerberg, it's good to be king, yeah, right? Right. So if, right? You're, if you're part of the approved ruling oligarchy, you can get away with murder. Yeah, I just I had to laugh, you know, because now we're making this distinction about nonprofits. Um, the nonprofit for Zuckerberg is actually a shell. Yeah, right. Okay? It's 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 not yeah. even a real nonprofit. Yeah. It's, like it's money a laundry. money shell. This is money. This laundry. is just like Facebook Corporation handing money. Right. So Citizens United should be involved. You know, if you're talking about Supreme Court cases, we should we should be Citizens United, right? But now it's like, oh, well, this is a nonprofit. Yeah. So, so I mean, and so there's another angle right there. I mean, clearly, which which is probably under some Rico thing. Yeah. I mean, he's basically created. I don't know if he created, but he he he's funneled money through a nonprofit into the hands of election 
officials from a corporation because because a corporation couldn't do that. No, I'm sure there's a law that there 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 you could probably track this down. I'm I cannot think that there's not a law prohibiting a corporation. No, there's from, don from there's paying donation election administrators ceilings. You can only give so much. But the problem it's certainly here is not 400 this is, million. But this is not to a candidate, right? So the thing that's unique worse. here, yeah. So the thing that's unique here is that it's not actually a campaign donation under Citizens United, right? Because Citizens United is about campaign donations. This was not a campaign donation. This was an altruistic donation to the counties to help them engage in a government function, as NPR says, because Congress failed to fund it. Um, if Congress has failed to fund something, then the taxpayers have said no to it. You can't have, see, I want you to see this. You cannot have private organizations funding government activities because government activities are supposed to be funded by the people so the people hold the purse strings. So then the people say, no, we're not doing that. We don't want our government doing that. We don't want the government to exercise that kind of power, right? Oh, well, that's fine. You don't want government to exercise that kind of power. The taxpayers aren't going to pay it. Well, here comes me, oh, Zuckerberg. I'll pay the government to exercise that power. And now Zuckerberg owns the government. Think about how it would sound, okay, if you're just saying, like, I'm just going to share a piece of history with you. John D. Rockefeller paid election officials through the cover of a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. Like most people go, yeah, man, that those cats were corrupt. That I mean, so they're they're the new he Schmuckerberg and the jackass from Twatter, uh, Dorsey. They're the new robber barons. I mean, this they've they've just cut all illusion now. The corporation owns government. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have literally this massive global corporation running elections. Funding elections, controlling elections. It, that is, Buying elections. Um, come on. Schmuckerberg should be in prison. Lock her up. I don't I don't even know how you can even lock her up. I don't even know how you seriously, guys, how do you even say this out loud? And not like you said, the smell test. How does that not even make people go? No, this stinks to uh, high heaven. Man. What? Yeah. How is that okay? That's not okay. Here you go. <gasps> Donald Trump's nonprofit organization gave $350 million to local county election oh, officials yeah. They'd to be in try an to uh, compensate over Im insufficient funding. Yeah, the globalist media would be apoplectic. So you trade out the name Zuckerberg. Yeah. And do and and put Trump in there. Yeah, uh, Babylon B, are you listening? The Onion, does the Onion still exist? I don't know. Bab yeah, somebody to needs Babylon. to somebody needs yeah. to create that headline. I mean, they they would lose their mind.
yeah. lose their absolute mind. Right. Now you have all the globalist media hacks saying, talking about how Schmuckerberg was the savior. Yeah. He's the savior yeah. of the universe. Yeah. If, so it, if Trump did the exact same thing. Yeah. Here uh, we go. Because he, because this be is it, right? This head. is this is the whole liberal network. You got PBS, NPR, the whole gambit, right here. Uh, after Congress failed to aid local elections offices, a nonprofit backed by Mark Zuckerberg gave 50 million in crucial funds that helped the presidential election run surprisingly smoothly. Now, here we go. After Congress failed to aid local elections and state officials failed to intervene in election activity, a nonprofit backed by Donald Trump gave two, three hundred, is planning on giving $350 million in crucial funds to help have a better election in 2022. Yeah, they will lose their minds. Talk about so your favorite more, word there, more apoplectic. The, more of the absolute scam. I, I, do you remember what the faces of the liberals look like when Hillary Clinton lost? Right. That's what they would look like with a headline of Donald Trump gave three hundred and fifty million instead of instead of Zuckerberg giving three hundred fifty million. Mm -hmm. You see, you know, <laughs> you might be a tribalistic moron if changing one name in a sentence changes how you perceive that sentence. Yep. You might be a tribalistic moron. A complete zero brain cell. If you if changing the name in a headline changes the way you feel about the story. Yeah. Um, and that's with every new election cycle. It's it's bad if Obama does it. It's OK if Trump does it. It's bad. It's bad if Trump does it. It's OK if Obama does. It. I mean, back and forth. So same thing. Oh, it's OK if if uh, Schmucker Zucker Schmuck. Uh, pours money into local officials' pockets, but it's not okay if if uh, some Republican does it. I mean, yeah. it. Unbelievable. So this this is this is the erosion of the rule of okay, law. This is why we thing. are where we it's are. It's okay if Trump does it, but Biden can't do it, right? Yeah. Trump can issue executive orders that reach outside the executive office, but now that Biden's doing yeah, it, it's you just know, the pendulum either, just swings right? back and forth, back and forth, back Bump and forth. Bump stocks, people. And this is Bump what stocks. this is what destroys the foundation of the rule of law in this country. I I'm mean, still it, threatening. This, this is either right or it's wrong. This is against the law or it's not. How, it's how Zuckerberg, because he's some raving globalist, leftist, Marxist nitwit. That's okay. Right. That's fine. Why? Because in, and he's a multi-billionaire, a gazillionaire. Okay. That, that's okay. If it's legal for you and illegal for me, we have a problem. Right. We have a serious problem. I'm still threatening to read George Washington's farewell address one of these days where George, George Washington, actually, I think it was Alexander Hamilton to be clear, but George Washington in 1798 looks us dead in the eye through the history of the world and says, tribalism will kill America. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what he said. If you let tribalism control your politics, it will murder America. Yeah. And that's George and, Washington. And that's right, Rick. Rule of law. What what is that? 
Where, where's the rule of law? It's, oh, I mean, we don't have a rule of law. We have a law of rulers. Yep. That's what we have. There's no more rule of law. There's just a law of rulers. But, okay, that can change. We are not too late. We are not too far gone. We are not, we have not lost America. All of that can change right now if we change our perspective, we change our focus, and we get educated, we get activated, and we are persistent in the demand for liberty and for our rights. But it has to come from us. It absolutely has to come from us. And guess what, guys? We have the power. I have this one. We have the power. Do, do, I do, got do. the power. Right? We have the power. It's either He-Man or CNC Music Factory or Let's something see. like that. By the power um, of the raised. Constitution. <laughs> yeah, so, I By mean, the just, power of liberty. Another piece of, I mean, let's face it. There's another piece of election fraud. Yep. Um, is what we're dealing with. And the media has to cover it as if it's some kind of savior thing. Right. By the way, because you got to tamp down the whole idea that there there's any yeah, media yeah. fraud or any election fraud anywhere. Right, right, yeah. Well, you know, um, here's an interesting thing, JC, that just popped in my head with the Marines refusing and the command knowing. See, if you get a vaccination as a civilian and you get sick or you have long-lasting health. Uh, you know, uh, effects or you die, you can't sue the pharmaceutical company. But if you are active, active duty military and you take a vaccination that has detrimental effects on you, then you get disability payments for the rest of your life. So maybe there's a money bottom line there happening where the, the feds are uh, the, 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 um, you know, the commands being told, if you make them, then we'll have to pay disability for them mm -hmm. if they get sick. Because there's a large number of people getting sick. A large number of people. I just, I just read um, an article. Let me see if I have this, because I don't have it up on the screen. But let me show you um, this article. Uh, la, 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 la. Well, here it is. Okay. Doctors forgot to warn people with breasts that COVID vaccine could affect their next mammogram. So here's what this is. Uh, COVID-19, this is not, this is a medical website. According to the Cleveland Clinic, more, as more women receive the vaccine, doctors are noticing a sharp rise in their mammograms showing swollen lymph nodes under their arms, which under different circumstances can sometimes be indicative of breast cancer. So you get the COVID vaccination and you go get your mammogram. Now all of a sudden your doctor is telling you, you have to go get a biopsy mm -hmm. because your lymph nodes are swollen and we think you might have breast cancer. Wow. This How do we traumatic know? For yes, seriously. Do you know because breast cancer has such a a high mortality rate? Yeah, you get told that you got to go have a biopsy or something for breast cancer, and you only find out 
that it's because your lymph nodes are in swollen because of the vaccination? So you would think had had the government not um, given give these companies a free pass, you know, you're you're not liable for anything. This would have set up mm -hmm. potential lawsuits. I mean, for this traumatic, oh, absolutely traumatic experience. But traumatic experience. The government says no, no. They can they can do whatever they want. The, the, the pharmaceutical companies can do whatever they the want. The federal law, JC, federal law. It is uh, 21 U.S.C. 360 says that the people, number one, cannot be coerced to take the to take the emergency use approved drug. Number two, they must be advised. Did you catch that? Must be advised of the benefits and the risks. Number three, they must be informed that they have the right to refuse. Okay must be informed they have the right to refuse. So here's my question. How can anybody actually comply with that law when nobody actually knows what the risks are? We're just now finding out. Great point. So ladies, if you have the vaccination and you go get your mammogram, my question is, how do you know this isn't going to develop? A breast cancer. Did you did you did you find it peculiar when you read that that uh, they said women in the article, but the headline yeah. used, used the phrase people, people with, with breasts. breasts. Yes. yes. When you, you you read that first, I thought that's a weird phrase. Mm -hmm. People with breasts. Isn't that women? So they, like because most people only read the headlines. So they didn't want to well, trigger people by but, saying. But men with women? breasts can get breast cancer now. Only if they have like man boobs, right? But they don't do it very often. So the statistics are finding them. But if you're if you're transgender, just I just thought it was you don't weird get breast how they cancer because they're not real. Use a so. different term in the different places. Yeah. People with breast. So it's an odd phrase. Yeah. I I, I don't know. It's just crazy. <laughs> uh, it's some of this gender stuff listen to this they story. teach that in gender studies you have to say people with breasts people with breasts don't say women so that's what you call call women though so, so you can't go hey lady you go hey person with breasts <laughs> and then you get slapped for being offensive in public right that's like people can't figure out what to say <laughs> isn't that what they're what they probably yeah. teaching in college right so the author is shannon melero shannon melero and she writes, so let me tell you about this medical scare I've been having for the last few days. Was the opening line from my mother during our bi-weekly FaceTime call. Like countless women, she'd gone in for her annual mammogram and was expecting to receive a prompt notice from her doctor's office telling her all is well and to remember to schedule another mammogram around the same time next year. Instead, she got a letter with the words found and most likely benign, too close together in the same sentence. As my mother would eventually find out after spending days mentally planning her own funeral, wow. that the swelling of her lymph nodes was a false flag triggered by having received the second dose of the COVID vaccine a few days before her mammogram. Wow. And they used the term false flag in that article. What is the yeah. website? Where is that article? That article is on Jezebel. Jezebel.com. Jezebel wow. That's a crazy name. Yeah, it's a crazy name, name for a website. It's a women's website. Uh, <laughs> it's a website for people with breasts. People for, with breasts. Well, yes. Well, no, because men can have breasts now. 
I'm so confused. <laughs> well, guys, uh, thank you, No Trash in Heaven, for your super chat today. Um, yeah, right. Very good point there. Thank you so much for your super chat. Thank you guys for joining us today. It has been an absolute pleasure to be with you. Um, tomorrow, I'm not quite sure what we're doing for the show tomorrow, but we have a very exciting day tomorrow that I can't tell you about. <laughs> I'll tell you about it tomorrow. Um, so thank you so much for joining us and we will see you next so long, time. People with breast and people without breast. <laughs> have a good evening. <laughs> Bye-bye.